All right. Welcome back to episode 78 of the Idols True Rivals podcast. If this is your first time listening, this is a podcast I do every Wednesday or Thursday, depending upon you know how things go. It's uploaded to Spotify, Apple Music, Google Play, all that fun stuff. And uh, yeah, like I said, it's been weekly. We're coming up on the two-year mark here. I believe it's the 27th. So actually, the next episode will be at two years. So it's kind of crazy. We did it um, right after Kobe passed. That's kind of what you know, fueled me to, to really get after it and start creating videos, podcasts, because it, it put things into perspective for, you know, how fragile life is and, and knowing that, you know, as morbid as it may sound, it could come to an end at any point, but more so that 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 goal of, of just getting after it and really achieving more than you ever thought you could. And so that's what he kind of stood for, you know, no matter all the excess stuff. I know there was a lot involved. There's a lot involved in a lot of people, but uh, his work ethic is so, is one thing that you definitely can't deny. And so that is one thing that kind of motivated me to start this podcast. And so we're coming up on two years already, which is insane. Again, 74 episodes. It's wild. It's been a wild journey. I've learned a lot about myself. I've learned a lot about my friends, a lot about how people think. And that's really been what it's about is, you know, educating myself, evolving myself, but also trying to build a community of people that are are doing the same, that maybe don't have the support from their family, friends, coworkers, you know, people around them, knowing that there are other people that are doing the same things, that are, you know, working hard, that are trying, you know, that are putting the time in, putting the effort in, and, you know, people get embarrassed, people make mistakes, all these things, and, you know, showing that you're not alone. And that's kind of what I've always wanted this podcast to be is, is that feeling of, okay, you know, you look around and maybe people aren't going after the goals that you're going after, or maybe they aren't being as ambitious as you, but I wanted this to kind of be at least my pillar for showing, you know, Hey, people are doing things. People are trying, you know, you may get, you may get hate. You may uh, have doubt in yourself, which will come up a lot, but you know, there are other people out there that are doing what you, what they want to do. And and you should totally strive to, uh, to uh, achieve and to, uh, to compete for what you want and, you know, build that life that you're going after. Cause that's what we're all trying to do. You know, we're all, we're all seeking the same things. We all want a good life. You know, some people, a good life is, you know, a nine to five job and stability. Some people's good life is living in a van and traveling the country. It's, it's, it's not about the what it's about, you know, the why, why are we doing these things? It's why, why take these risks? Why go against the grain? Why try to try to, you know, rattle the cage? And that's, you know, creating something that you want to create. And I think, especially with this generation, as, as many flaws as there are, and I hate even saying that and even bringing it up, but I think that is a plus, is that a lot of people are free thinkers. A lot of people are, you know, realized, hey, I'm not going to stand for certain things. And they go after what they want. And a lot of people, they've kind of changed the status quo, I think. You know, back in the day, it was go to school, go to college, get married, have kids, white picket fence, grow old, retirement, die. And that was kind of the uh, the status quo. That was what was expected. That was the goal. And for a majority of people, I'm sure they enjoyed that. But I think a lot of people as well were kind of trapped in that that idea of, you know, this is how it should be. This is what your life should be. Don't shake things up. Don't try for anything extraordinary. Just keep your head down, work hard, and uh, eventually you'll get retirement and then you can play golf in Florida for the rest of your life. And I do love that we have a generation of people or or a new mindset. I don't even want to say a generation because I think people of all generations now, this just the mindset with, you know, humans has changed to where, 
you know, going after your goals and saying, you know what, fuck it. I'm quitting this accounting job that I hate is, uh, it's kind of the norm now, you know, it's, it's not really, you're an outcast whenever you say something like you want to be a singer or, you know, you're moving to a different country to, to pursue your, your passion of food blogging or whatever it may be. Like, it doesn't really matter. It's just, it's become wide, widely accepted. I think not wide, you know, not widely accepted completely, but it is, you know, it's, you don't look at somebody like that and think, you know, you're absolutely crazy for the most part. And so I think that that is a, uh, a good, a good, a good thing to come out of, you know, this, this shift in, you know, technology, human communication, our link together as, as a people. I think that's one good thing to, uh, to come out of it. So I'm super excited. I'm, I'm pumped. I can't believe the two year anniversary is coming up here pretty soon. We'll have to do something special for next week's podcast, but this one's coming out a bit late. There's been a lot of things that's been going on. Um, haven't been feeling the best. So I wanted to make sure and get everything taken care of on that front. And, uh, my throat was tore up for the first couple of days of this week. So, um, getting all, getting that fixed, it still doesn't feel a hundred percent, but we'll, uh, we'll, we'll be able to make it work. And so I'm excited for things to come. A lot of things are happening quick. 2022 is going so fast already. We're already almost through January. So I hope everyone's getting after their goals. I kind of had to reset a few days ago and, and realize, you know, Hey, we talked about these are the goals we want to achieve and, and you haven't been doing what you said you were going to do these first couple of weeks. And a lot of people, they were the reverse. They'll knock out all their goals the first couple of weeks and then kind of fade away. I, I had to recenter myself. I had to lock back in and say, you know what? You've said this for years. I actually just, I, uh, just read a, a little week in review that I do from last January 31st. And it said, you know, I'm locked into all my goals. There's nothing that's going to stop me. And, you know, all of those things are true, but I didn't achieve as many goals as I should have, as I know I could have, because I didn't put the work in straight up. I didn't put the work in. I didn't say consistent. I, uh, what I've noticed with myself at least is I will get super far in the process and then I'll die off. You know, I'll go, uh, if there's a couple steps left, I'll be like, okay, well I'll knock those out. And then I never end up doing, or, you know, I'll be super consistent with diet or working out. And then I'll be like, okay, well, you know, we're almost to where we want to be. And then kind of slip back into, to my natural state, which is be, you know, not being active, not moving and realizing that and being self-aware I've, I've, I've noticed it more and more, but it's the catching it in the act is what is going to lead to a lot of change. It's the catching it at the moment, not post, you know, we're reviewing it, which is good. That's how you identify these problems. But you really know that you're changing whenever you're identifying the problem while it's happening, as opposed to you are, you know, after the fact, after, you know, your goals, you know, whatever timeline you've set, you kind of are reviewing how you, how you functioned, how things worked and uh, reviewing those. That's great. That's again, how you identify them. But you want to, uh, if once you, once you know that you're evolving and you're changing, you're identifying these issues as they come. And that's kind of what, you know, I, I say, I, I do these chapters is what I call them of about three months where I set 10 goals and try to get after them. And, uh, that that's how I determine, you know, am I moving in the right direction? Am I growing? And what happens a lot of times, and I think it's just a lack of effort is, you know, I'll be, I'll be, you know, three or four months out. So, or three to six months, you know, chapter two chapters away is how I kind of divide it up just mentally so I can remember it. And I'll, I'll achieve those goals that I wanted, you know, three months ago, six months ago. And that just shows me, you know, I'm moving in the right direction, but at a slower pace than I need to be. And so really cracking down, really getting after it, really understanding that has been something that I've been working on. I've been trying to get better at. And 
having that mental switch, like I said, I'll have, you know, you know, eight, 10 weeks of just solid grinding, getting my work done, doing what I need to do. And then I'll let it fade. I'll get, I'll get complacent. I'll get super close to all my goals and I'll achieve none of them. You know, I'll spread it out to where, you know, we're, we're knocking it out. We're on top of things. And then, you know, by the time the, uh, the date comes that I need to review, Hey, did you achieve these goals? It's like, Nope. Well, I was, you know, one book away from my, my goal of seven books to read, or I, you know, I was a couple pounds away from my weight or, whatever it may be, that's what I've noticed. And so that's what I'm really staying on top of. And I, again, I had to recenter myself. I saw myself slipping back into it, you know, with new years and with, I just went on this trip to Nashville, which we'll get into a little bit later, um, really saw myself kind of fading back into it. And so, you know, not letting that go till three weeks before my, my goals are, you know, set to set to be hit is, is, you know, I shows myself I'm changing, shows myself I'm, I'm evolving and getting better at, at what I need to do and, and achieving my goals. So that's something to think about if you haven't, you know, is, is reviewing, you know, reviewing what you're doing, reviewing the good, reviewing the bad and understanding yourself. And once you really kind of get, get what you, you know, your thought process or your habits, good and bad, you know, having your bad habits that, you know, um, like for myself, I, I I'm working on becoming an early riser, but I know if I tell myself I'm going to do something in the morning, I'm, 99.99% of the time will not do it. I'll end up, you know, if I tell myself oh, I'll do something late at night, I'll probably do it late at night. Cause that's just the way I'm wired. I stay up later. I like the night. As soon as the sun sets, I'm wide awake. And so if I tell myself I'm going to do something at night, I'll end up doing it. If I tell myself now nah, I'll push it off till morning, it never gets done. And so just little things like that, you'll, you'll learn and it becomes quicker. And once you identify them, you know, you can fix them. Knowing is half the battle. And, and once you know, you can, you can make those adjustments to change. Um, but yeah, so as I said, alluded to just there, um, went on a trip for a friend's birthday here to Nashville um, over the weekend and great time. I love Nashville. It's a great city. If you haven't been, it's it's one of the, I don't want to say safer, but that's a good way to put it. You know, you don't have to worry about, it's not like a New Orleans where you have to worry about, you know, make sure your wallet's in your front pockets, like make sure you know where people are at all times. Yes, you want to do that. You want to follow those general rules. But Nashville is one of those cities where you can kind of, you know, not let yourself go, but you can have a good time and, and not have to worry so much about, you know, the bad things going on. I know LA has been getting pretty bad. New Orleans has always been a, a dumpster fire for as long as I've, I've been going. <laughs> Still a good time, but definitely keep, uh, keep your shit on you at all times and, and be aware of what's going on. But yeah, Nashville's a great time. We, uh, there was this Airbnb that my friends were staying at. It was an absolute riot. It was this gorgeous house right, um, right behind, I think it was city hall and a great time. Great food. Nashville's awesome. The, uh, the music's always good there. And you just end up just getting after it at all times. We also, I almost forgot. We also rode on this bus or tractor. And so if you ever been to Nashville, you know, it's like the most touristy thing in the world. And I kind of was an asshole about it, but it is, it's a blast. It was, I thought it was going to be too cold. I'll be honest, Maddie, I'm sorry. Um, I was, I was kind of like, ah, oh, well the sun's setting, it's going to be fucking freezing, but they put up walls and it was, it was electric. You drive around to Titan stadium over the river. It was a, it was a good time. And brunch, brunch in Nashville is always nuts. So I always recommend if you're going to, if you're going to go at least have a couple brunch appointments set up because I mean, brunch is the best fuck dinner, fuck lunch. Brunch is the absolute best, but had a great time with everybody. Super cool to, uh, to, to travel. And uh, that's what I've noticed too, with these all these um, online jobs, not online jobs, but work from home jobs. It's you really can do whatever you want. 
most of the time. You know, if you want to go fly home, if you live away from family, or if you want to go on a vacation or, you know, a weekend getaway, you can literally work from wherever you want as long as the time, you know, as long as the time difference isn't too bad. And so something to think about. I know it can be tough to work from home. I personally find it pretty hard to work from home. Um, just myself, just getting productivity done. I've, I've been getting a little bit better. I've been sick recently, so I've done it these past couple of days, but it has, a it has a lot of perks. You know, you can, you can live wherever you want. You can travel wherever you want to go. And it's a good time, especially with that. We flew on spirit, which is a, a, an adventure of itself. Um, we actually had to deboard the plane to get it fixed, which as someone who had does not like flying the most was, was a great feeling. And then we also landed two hour, or an hour late in Nashville. So we sat on the tarmac, literally just parked at the end of a runway, which I've never seen before. And they told us, you know, we had to wait there for an hour and couldn't leave. So it was a whole bunch of journeys. It was, a, it was, it was a good time, but um, yeah, work from home is, uh, is something to think about. I was never the biggest proponent of it. Obviously, you know, you can, you can work, you know, you don't have to get all dressed up, but I didn't really, quite realize until we had a couple of buddies on the trips that work from home exclusively. And it seems like the way to go in certain industries. It seems like if you can have, you know, have your cake and eat it too with traveling around, then, then you should be in a good spot. But uh, yeah, that was a, that was a great time. Um, good to see everybody. And so getting back onto things, like I was saying, the, uh, the idea of, you know, kind of course correcting as you're going through things is something that I've been trying to harp on because I don't know if it's like the fog of war or whatever it is, but whenever you're in the moment, like I said, you know, getting off the hook is a uh, from a book I read, you know, whether it be fear, whether it be anxiety or whether it be you, you catch yourself going into uh, to habits again that you don't want. But getting off that hook is, you know, that that initial moment. I always picture like fucking SpongeBob in uh, in that one in that one episode. But you know, when you sell, when your mind kind of gets in that train of thought of whether you're, you're anxious or whether you're, you're nervous or fearful, or you like, again, you're just doing things you don't want to do. You're eating bad or you're not working out, or, you know, you're not doing all the things that you need to do or that you told yourself you were going to do. It's, it's that tough moment of, you know, of, of finding yourself and training yourself to, to kick out of that. And so there's a lot of different methods to go about it. I've been listening to this book, um, Courage is Calling or Courage is the Calling um, by Ryan Holiday. And it talks about, you know, training is what's going to get rid of anxiety. Training is what's going to get rid of that fear to act. And it's also going to get rid of your response and your and your fuck ups like you're you're not doing it the right way, what have you. And so. The uh, this quote that just hit me so hard yesterday was uh, repetition turns to confidence and confidence turns to courage. And I, I repeated that in my head time after time after time after time yesterday, just to try to burn it into my into my psyche. I'm sure everybody has a couple of quotes that they always run back to. And this is one that I want to stay, you know, as long as I'm around because it, it's it's the training that takes the nerves away. You know, you're not you're not afraid of something that, you know, you're not challenged by something that you you know, you know how to handle. And so that is a big key in, you know, figuring out how to get over that anxiety. And I think a lot of people, you know, nowadays with 50,000 different alerts, notifications, things you have to do to do list calendars. I think a lot of people get overwhelmed pretty quickly just because they're all in their head. You know, they're not they're not moving. They're not writing things down. They're there's just over overstimulated. We all know this. This isn't something new. This isn't something groundbreaking. We're all overstimulated. We all 
we've got plans. We've got a million friends. We talk to 50, 50 different people a day. It's just how it is. That's how the world works nowadays. And I think that that can, can be the precursor to having more anxiety and decision-making. And so, you know, pulling the trigger, being ready to go, you know, making a decision, Hey, you know, it doesn't matter if it's left or right, or, you know, I want to move here or I want this job, or I think I'm leaving my job. A lot of people get stuck in that indecision. And I think that comes from a, just having a baseline of anxiety, you know, overstimulating yourself, not feeding your mindset, the right things, you know, whether it be, you know, stuff you listen to books, you read movies, you watch. I think all of that can be swayed into kind of your negative baseline or your baseline of being super anxious. And then also, you know, getting those, getting those reps in of making decisions. And, you know, the only thing that, the only thing that differentiates us and another quote I'm, I'm, I'm hearing in this book that, that stuck to me really hard was, you know, all consciousness is all us, like all our personality is, is just decisions. What's the only difference between us and, you know, a tree or us and a rock or us and these things that don't move or your desk or all these inanimate objects. What is, what is the difference? We make our decisions. We decide where we're going. We decide if we're going to go move across the country. We decide if we're going to marry that person. We decide, you know, if we're going to, if we're going to go to that school, if we're going to talk to that girl, it's, we make that decision. Decisions are literally the, what make you different and what give you consciousness. That is our greatest power. And so I see a lot of people struggling with indecision, with analysis paralysis. It's something that I've struggled with greatly. And I'm, and the more I work on it, the more I build that muscle, the easier it gets. And whenever it was put into that, that verbiage of just, you know, that's all being alive is, is being conscious and making decisions. Consciousness literally means you're making decisions for yourself. You're deciding on what to think, what to believe in, what diet you are making decisions. That's the only thing that separates you from, from other things that aren't conscious, that aren't, you know, self-aware is you making decisions. So you giving up that ability by wavering, by, by staying in fear, by being nervous, by, oh, well, somebody else will figure it out. Or, you know, what if I make the wrong decision? I think that that's something that plagues a lot of people is, you know, what if I make this decision and it's wrong? Well, then, then you now have other decisions to make and you adapt and you change the plan and you go forward. You're going to make the wrong decision, but that's so much better than not deciding. You know, what you don't change, you choose. If you don't decide to change something, you're choosing to stay where you're at now. You're choosing to remain unhappy or unfit or whatever it is that you want to change. You are choosing that by not making a decision. You may think, oh yeah, no, I'm going to decide to do it in a week or New Year's resolution or whatever, but you are deciding right now by not doing anything that that is, that's a life you're okay with. That's a decision you're fine with and that you are, you're okay with not adapting. You're okay with not getting better. You're okay with not moving forward towards the goals you want. You decided that by making no decision at all. And I think that's something that gets lost in, in people when making, you know, life changes or trying to change habits or trying to get better is by you not acting, that is an action of you continuing to go down the course you're already going down. By you not making a decision, you've chosen, I want to stay where I'm at now. I don't want to change. I don't want to evolve, change the status quo, whatever. You not deciding is just as consequential as you making the wrong decision, making the right decision. It doesn't matter. They're all decisions. And so I kind of want to leave with that, you know, work on making decisions, work on getting, you know, not quicker with them, but, you know, make a decision and stick with it, make a decision. And you know what, if it messes up, great. If it goes great, great. doesn't matter. You're going to have another decision to make down the road. You're going to have another decision to make here. Just keep making decisions. Why fail later when you can fail now and get it out of the way and get that learning curve and just be ahead of the game. So that's just something to think about. I appreciate everybody for listening. I know this episode was a little bit shorter, but, uh, I, uh, 
been learning a lot, been evolving a lot, and I hope everyone has been too. Again, I appreciate everybody for listening. We're almost at two years. I'm super excited. Always trying to evolve, always trying to get better, especially with these, uh, these, these, you know, these experiences, these trials, these tribulations, you know, there's been a lot of ups and downs on this podcast, as I'm sure over the last two years, there's been many ups and downs with society, with life. And so just having this journey and being able to grow and evolve and build this community has been awesome. I appreciate everybody. We'll be back next Wednesday with another episode and uh, hopefully some more good topics and hope you all are getting after it. Just go for it. Fuck what other people think. Just get after it.